This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycasts. You're on Joy 94.9. You're listening to SM Fridays with Simon and Michael. How are you this week, Michael? Oh, kind of, I'm here. Um, oh, it's very I'm, positive from, from your I'm, side of the desk yeah, there. Look, I'm here. That's all I can say about the matter. Oh, That's all I have to well, say. Well, hopefully your mood improves over the next two hours. Fingers crossed. <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm hoping it will. I'm hoping it will because there's a lot There's a lot happening tonight. There is a lot of content to our show tonight. We have, we're going to have a bit of a chat about new age celebrities. So... Gone are the days of celebrities being people like your Madonnas and and your big music stars and rock stars and and movie stars. All of this is changing, and this is all because of a new generation. God bless the new generation. Generation X, Z, Y, 1, 2. You know my thoughts on on the new generation. You love the new generation. Don't deny it. Mm. There's nothing more that you enjoy more, I think. (laughs) Uh, Also, we're going to be talking about aeroplane etiquette. Correct. Uh, Some... Travelling stories. Now, I was dealt a travelling story last weekend, Mm -hmm. and part of me thinks urban legend. Why? Because this was not unbelievable, but the story is so out there about a story, and it happened to a friend of a friend. Oh, oh, Um, one of of those stories. One of those stories, but this story will make you rethink what you do overseas. Excellent. Mm. I love those stories. So we've also got uh, a special guest tonight on the show, Sean from the Channel 10 hit show, I Will Survive, will be joining us. Excellent. So he's he's after eight o'clock? Yes. Yes. And we will also be reviewing the Kath and Kim movie. So I actually got to go and see this last weekend. You were like at the world premiere of it. I was indeed. So we actually have pictures of that up on our social media site. Correct. All you need to do is go to the Joy website, joy.org.au forward slash SM Fridays, and you'll be able to go and uh, jump through the links to go to our social media pages and have a look at those photos. But coming up after our song that we're going to play in just a moment, um, speaking of etiquette, we're not talking about aeroplane etiquette, we're talking about social networking etiquette and the, the, the do's and don'ts of announcing um, important life events. Joy 94.9. It's an Fridays on Joy 94.9. You just heard uh, a bit of in excess with Rob Thomas. That's right. Uh, good. No, no Michael in that one. It was just Rob and Castanets That's in right. that one. So <laughs> the Castanets are a very underrated uh, piece of equi- musical equipment, I think. They are. They, they, they're very versatile things, Castanets. Mm. You can play them with one hand. It's not like any other instrument. You have to use two for. You can't play triangle with one hand. <laughs> You, you Very could play true. tambourine, but it's Very not, it's not as good. Do you remember last week we were talking about cowbells? How, yeah. how I say that that I'll be there with bells on. Yes, I found a cowbell last week, and I thought of you. I oh, did. You, you should mm. have got it. Did you get it? No, I didn't. I went to um, in the wonderful Burke Street in the city, uh, yeah. not far from where we are, to the music store, which has announced that it's gone into ah, yes, administration. That one, thinking that I'd be pick, able to pick up a couple of guitars for ten bucks. Yeah. but no, 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 no mega specials. But hours spending there playing with the equipment, and yeah, it was we, we fun times on ukulele as well. There was ukuleles. There was oh. there was a hot pink ukulele. Awesome. Yeah, you I need to put on about fifty kilos on a Hawaiian shirt, and then I can go to ukulele. Yeah. It shouldn't be too hard to do. Mm. I'm halfway place. there. Yeah, you'd be right. Just get the, the whole, shirt. That's right. Exactly right. <laughs> um, we were talking about um, some um, etiquette, etiquette mm. of things. And mm. this week has been an interesting week for me because this week 
I had a very close friend, a friend who I've known for a very, very long time, mm-hmm. get engaged. Which oh, lovely. Is, which is wonderful. Nice. It's excellent, excellent, wonderful, great. Mm. The problem is... Is she listening? No, she's overseas, and I doubt that this is the last thing that she'd be listening to. Hello, Joy iPhone app. That's, it's okay, she doesn't have it, it's all right. Okay. But, so, God, God, God help us when we put the podcast out. Mm. But, however, um, she was she's overseas, she got engaged. Now, I think that such a big life event with someone, you know, and someone that you've known for a very long time, someone how you might be living with, you would want to share that with your friends. Now, I've had friends who've been engaged this year, mm-hmm. and I got SMSs and stuff from them to you know, not something a phone personal. call, something yeah. personal, saying, "Hey, this just happened. Mm. It's really exciting, and you know, I want to let you know about it." Mm. That do you feel like you're you're one of the first to know? Yeah, because yeah. you know, I'm not I'm not obviously her mother or father, you mm-hmm. know. So, but I'm still. I still think I would be somewhat important in yes. down the down the list, yeah. right? So, the problem was that I actually found out through a social networking uh, update. Nice, nice. And everyone found out that way. But do you think it might be time management on her behalf? Oh. She's probably saved herself a good three or four hours on the phone. I'm happy with a twenty-second status update. I'm happy with just an SMS because oh, if true, I yeah. wasn't, if I wasn't looking at that particular site at the time, I would not have noticed it. Mm. I wouldn't have seen it come up. I wouldn't have known about it. So, I look for these sorts of life events. I think the the etiquette should be for people who are somewhat important to you. Mm. It should be done. I'm I'm okay with SMS. That's fine. But something that's not mass, like, world crazy sort of on that sort of announcement, online yes. announcement. Yeah. So I haven't um, replied to that particular um, change in, in relationship status. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm, Look, I, I've got to say, I've faced a similar sort of situation mm-hmm. with a friend's birthday party. Yeah. And I remember sitting at home one Saturday night thinking, oh, I'm really enjoying this night at home. Okay. And I get this abusive phone call. Where the hell are you? Oh. From another friend of mine about a birthday party. Yeah. That I apparently got an invite to via social media. Oh. Now... I can tell you now that I do not check the events section of social media because it is full of crap. It exactly. really is. People that I don't know who live thousands of kilometres away yes. are inviting me to all this random crap. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I just I just don't even look at it. So that that's my my time management. I use it. Looking. I use it to tell to remind people about things after I have told them about it myself in another form, another way. Mm, mm. But I'm not not um, not the that's the first way normally. Yeah. However, that's what I that's that's what's what I think. Yes. I'm a yeah. bit I'm a bit unhappy about it. Well, I think we should put it out there. I reckon. What have you found out via social media? Because hmm. there's been I know there's been a few things for me which have come up on social media where you're going. Yeah, well, I actually would have liked to know that a little bit, uh-huh. bit sooner. So, um, some we'd love to know. Oh goodness, ASOP on Joy ninety four point nine. This is S and M Fridays. Good old Bardo. That takes me back. Oh, they were the that was the they were the days. 
I remember sitting on the edge of my seat watching that uh, the show Pop Stars. Yeah, mm. it was that was big. And um, was that that guy that's the the solo guy? Um, the one that the next one was by the, just by themselves. Oh the yeah, solo, yeah. And he ends up being like on Disney Channel or something. That's something right, random yeah. like that. That's like um, Dean Geyer from Australian Idol is now oh. going to be in Glee. Yeah, really. Yes. Oh, so he's yeah. gone from Neighbours to Glee. Topless, apparently. Hello. Mm. Anything, and just he can just speak to me. I don't. I don't mind. I don't care what he does. He had that lovely South African accent, yeah, uh-huh, didn't he? Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't care what people say about South Africans. I love them. Yeah, me too. I Especially like, the accent. The I like South Af- South Africans. Mm. They're lovely people, indeed. But um, lovely people um, don't keep secrets. Apparently, this is true. Mm. This is true. Now we were speaking earlier before about people announcing uh, things that they probably shouldn't over. Or, or personal things over social media sites. Big, big things, big life events. Yeah, when, when they should be contacting people directly. Now, yeah. I don't know whether that's just the fact that we've got a new generation of people who live their life through social media. Yeah. One thing that I'd love to see mm-hmm. is just seeing computers crash for a week and just seeing how people... Oh, can you imagine? Mm. Could you imagine mm. what would happen if people could not do that? Imagine going to a nightclub... Where people weren't on their phones all the time. Could you imagine? They'd Everyone be, would just be standing there not knowing what to do. I know. Like they'd, just be, they'd be looking at the lights thinking, oh, they're, they're pretty. They are. They're nice. I haven't, haven't noticed them before. Wow. <laughs> actually might but, like, um, get to know people that way. Exactly. Now, um, something that happened with my family a few years ago is um, my brother gave me a phone call and said, um, oh, guess what? We're getting married. So on the topic of marriages. Well done. Yeah. So that's what I said. And I said, what did mum say? Well, we haven't told mum yet. Oh. And I'm like, oh, okay. Why is that? Well, we're not actually telling her about the wedding until the day. Uh And I said, what do you mean by that? And he said, we're doing a surprise wedding. Oh, nothing beats a surprise wedding. Well, my reply to that was, she's going to kill you and then she's going to kill me when she finds out that I knew and didn't tell her. Uh Uh-oh. And he said, don't you tell her. You you can't tell her. I don't want you to tell her. I was best man for the wedding and that's why I found out. Yep. Um, And yeah, so they were going to have a naming ceremony for their daughter. At the same time. My niece. Um, <laughs> yes, that's, that's the, how the family tree works normally. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, and so I was a bit worried that my mum was going to go absolutely psycho and come after the both of us. Because, oh. look, there's not going to be a wedding on my side of Well, not in the near the future. Tree. Yeah, well, not in the near future. You never know. Not in the near future. Look, down the track, it's a possibility. Yeah. But... Uh, She's really only got him. So um, so I know that when... Look, when I came... I came out probably 15 years ago. Yeah. Right? And I know that the thing that she struggled with mm-hmm. was the fact that I wasn't going to get married and yeah. have kids yeah. and give her grandkids. Yes. And I know that she was, she was big on that. Yeah. Right? So my brother was the only person who was going to be able to give her all of these things. And I was happy that my brother was straight because... He was able to fulfill these things that I wasn't able uh-huh, to. Yeah. So it's like, great, I get to go and live my life the way that I like. You can deal with, with what mum wants. Yes, right? yes. So, um, and I thought, oh, no, this is just going to go all pear-shaped. But um, look, on the day it all went well, um, I think my mum would have liked to have been a bit better dressed than she was. Okay. No, um, she being wasn't. a wedding and there was wedding photos. And you don't normally get dressed up for a naming ceremony. No. It, it was in a park and, and oh, like it wasn't. It's like yeah. thongs and singlets. 
sort of... Well, it wasn't far from that. Okay, so, yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, but um, family surprises and, and things that, that go on social media sites, things that don't go on social media sites, it's, it's actually quite... Um, it's quite involved when it comes to family. Some things mm-hmm. you expect to be told, like yourself, you know, you, you expect to be told in person about things. And I suppose it's the same with my mum. She expects it to be told in person and not, and not rock up to a, a party in a park realising that it's her son's wedding. Because <laughs> the last thing you want is to rock up with bad hair. Exactly. You know, you exactly. Get your hair done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your hair done the weekend before. That's right. Gonna get yourself done up. Get some new clothes. You can't just rock up in your in your singlet thongs to a wedding. No. Some do. I'll, I'll, yeah, oh, look, some there do. is, isn't there? Even with There's invitations. always one. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Joy 94.9. You're on Joy 94.9. You're listening to S&M Fridays with Simon and Michael. Oh, goodness. Now, we're talking about, uh, we're talking about some, you know, dramas with, with social media and, and families, mm. but there's been some dramas with your travel of late or, in, you know, in the past, I believe. <laughs> look, not with mine. Not, not with, with yours. Mine. Oh, Ooh. look, there, there is, but we'll get oh, to that oh, at, okay. at a later point in time. Um, what I did want to share with everybody is a story that I heard last weekend. <gasps> I love stories. When I was listening to this story, I was like, I so have to tell this story next week. Done. Right. So, speaking to a friend of mine... Um, she was saying that one of her friends had gone overseas with a guy, right? Mm-hmm. So they're just friends, a guy and a girl. Okay. And they've gone and done this big European holiday and they've got their last day in some Eastern European country. Okay, as, right? as one does. Mm. Okay. Now, um, the girl, they're both at a, at a nightclub, at yeah. a bar, yeah. and the girl ends up meeting this French guy. Okay. And she decides that she wants to go home with him. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Right. So she got. To she's guess, going. She wants to get to know him some more. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's yeah. going. It's my last night here. So she goes up to um to her friend and says, "Look, I'm going to go and um, go home with him. Okay. And are you okay with that?" And he said, "Look, um, we've got a, a flight at seven a.m. tomorrow morning. <laughs> I'm really not comfortable with it." And she's like, "Yep, yeah, you're right. You're right." So she spent a bit of time with him. At the club. Yep. And then um, they went on their way and, and came home. Okay. So, after they've gotten home, she's looked in the mirror and looked at her lip. Uh-huh. And she started to get like a cold sore. Oh, right? no. So, she thought, oh, look, I'll go to the doctor's. Right. And the doctor's taken a swab. Yeah. And he said, oh, I haven't seen anything like this before. I'll take a swab uh-huh. of, this, of this infection of the lip. Mm-hmm. Right. So anyway, she's at work and gets a phone call from the doctor saying, um, can you come into the into the doctor's now? And um, so she made her way into the doctor. She was stressing really bad. And, um, and the doctor sat her down and said, um, do you still have this guy's contact details? And she said, yeah, I do. Well, what's happened? And apparently... Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Apparently... There was a bacteria growing on her lip. No. Which is only found on dead people. What? Right? So, what happened was the uh, the doctor gave the police the details of this guy, mm-hmm. and it turned out that this guy had 10 dead females in his apartment. What? Yeah. You, he had Freaky dead people shit. in his apartment. Yes. Uh, but... Uh, and... But how? All girls, all girls, who I, I dare say would be travellers. Oh my! Mm. So obviously he was getting it on with the um, with the dead. 
and then going to a club at night and kissing someone a little bit more alert and and awake. Oh my goodness! Mm. Wouldn't you just die? I uh, I would freak out. Mm. I would I would be screaming mm. in the doctor's surgery. Now I. Look, when I travelled, you've heard my my You have some my story. interesting stories. <laughs> some things that I've got up to in Europe. Um, look, I don't know whether I should share these. Oh, look, maybe... We maybe, won't go into too much detail, no, but... Just, just be brief. But just be have brief. you seen the movie Taken with Liam Neeson? I don't think I have. His daughter goes to Paris okay. with another girl. They're only 17. Oh, no, yeah. And she gets abducted and... Um, oh, they both get abducted mm-hmm. and put into the um, the sex trade over in... Excellent. In, in Europe. Lucky. Right? Which... <laughs> Lucky them. <laughs> what a way to see the country. Working holiday. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> that's, that must be every... However, every person's dream mm. yeah of course but however you know Liam Neeson um, the action guy goes over and, and saves her and all yeah. that but I was watching this movie on the edge of my seat going I do remember a time in a certain Eastern European country where mm-hmm. I thought look I don't really know anybody um, yes sure I'm uncomfortable about going to a uh, to an underwear party in a dungeon well but, it happens here all the time well look it does however there's a very, very slim chance that I'm not going to run into anybody that I know. Good point. So I'm a bit happier about that. True. I'd be wearing less underwear than what I normally would. <laughs> True. Mm. So, um, so look, I went along and um, and met some lovely people. Did you make some new friends? Made some new friends and, um, and got invited back to... A house party. (laughs) Right. So anyway, so the next thing I know, I'm in the back of this car in a country where the only words that I knew Mm -hmm. in their language were beer and cheers. Ooh. Mm. So anyway. And yes and no? No, I didn't even know that. Oh, okay. Mm. So I was in the back of this car driving really far away from the capital city. I remember looking in the revision mirror going, okay, that's a good half an hour's drive from, from the city. Country and drive. I started to worry a little bit um, and worry to a point where I thought that something was going to happen. Now, thankfully and, and instinctually, um, nothing did happen. And everything was okay. But watching movies like Taken and hearing stories like like the one from, from this girl at the party, um, it makes me think that there are so many things that can go wrong mm-hmm. overseas. So, um, yeah, look, it's, um, it's interesting. And when I heard that story, I just, I just shut down because I'm like, oh, that is, that's feral. But she owes her life to that guy saying, don't go home with him. I know. I know. But Mm. it's lucky. What's lucky? I wonder if she's like bought him balloons and flowers to thank him for it. Look, I think she'd have to. She would be indebted to him for like practically life. Definitely. Definitely Definitely. life. Um, I, yeah, I, that, I, I would love to go traveling by myself. No, I tend to go traveling by myself and, and, and do all that. And, I will. I'm a yes. I'm a boy. I will take some risks, but I'm not going to go too crazy. Although, if I can understand yes and no, and beer and cheers, I should be okay. Since yes. you were able to get through that without a problem, <laughs> maybe big oh, and small, and that's you know you, stop, you do, stop, you, stop, stop. You know, something, like, something like that. 
look, my, most most things like yes and no and and stop or don't stop, um, you can you can generally do with hand movements and signals. That's so true. That's true. It's a universal language. Oh, God bless hands. They can do so much. <laughs> they can. They can. Now we've had a message come in from Nick who said, "I I have an ex on Facebook and I hardly ever see him, but I must admit I do occasionally see what he's up to, who he's going out with, etc. I'm happy for him, but the curiosity has me doing the occasional look." And and I think, look, I know what I'm like on on these social media sites. Mm-hmm. And if one of my exes was on Facebook, I'm sure I'd be like, I'm not going to say constantly, <laughs> but I'd like to know. You'd I want don't know. to know. I'd I'd be interested. Yeah. Yeah. Voyeur, voyeur type of uh, you know, just checking out what's going on. But in saying that, if I was somebody's ex on on Facebook, yeah, yeah. I don't think I'd want them knowing what I was doing. Oh. So, yeah, a bit of a flip side there. Oh. Mm. Well, you know, everyone decides to do that with with, with different social media. But that, uh, it's part of being human. We like to we like to know what's going on. With everybody else. Yeah. It's, it's the computer way of going through somebody else's drawers, That's really, isn't right. it? right. And it's so mm. much easier than going through their drawers. That's true. And, 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 and you can do it without them knowing. Mm. It's, it's wonderful. But isn't it weird? Like, I know that I sit there and, and you could be looking at someone's pictures and, they, and the next thing you know, you know, they've got 200 pictures on there and you've gone through 200 pictures of theirs. Yeah, see, that's, that's a problem. That's mm. a worry. Talking about horror, um, a girl called Kesha... Um, <laughs> She Don't likes, bag her she out. She likes to I make like music. She, here, we have now uh, a song called Blow by Good Old Kesha, um, which we're going to uh, to shoot on on the wireless for you. It's on SM Fridays on Joy 94.9. Oh, my goodness. Bit of Rita Ora there, How We Party, The Jive House. Extended bass remix. Oh, hello, hello. Mm. I was I was tapping along to that one. No, everybody likes a bit of extended bass, don't they? No, no one's can say no to extended bass, I don't think. I think if you put a poll out there, people would like it. <laughs> uh, speaking of liking things like extended bass, um, which has naturally no connection at all to its so email. You're stay extended to polls. <laughs> you know, oh, well, well, actually, that might quite that might match, in fact, because we had an email. Now, we can't use the names. We're going to call this person George. Yes. Okay, so George sent an email to onair at joy.org.au because before Rita, we were talking about some horror stories, some overseas horror stories, some travel horror stories. Yes. And George has got a horror story of his own, mm. which we need to share with you to ensure that this doesn't happen to you when you go overseas. So, Before you read this out, yes. this story is already making the hairs on the back of my neck stand up because this is in the same place that mine was. Okay. So oh. it's like... Oh, oh here we yeah. go. So, hi guys. Have a great story when I was travelling in Prague. Went to a few clubs and met a few hot guys. Was also invited back to their place for an underwear party. These guys were like porn stars. So... You know, I wasn't going to refuse. Now, now who wouldn't? You know, exactly. That's right. Um, When we were leaving, one of the guys was approached by a guy, and the next thing you know, there was a huge punch-on. Serious punch-on with blood and all. Turns out it was an ex of one of the guys, and it was all over me taking his ex home. Now, that's that's quite scary. I would be be scared. 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 Like, totally scared. However, George... (laughs) <laughs> said it was rather hot but very scary <laughs> i love that it's my favorite part it's awesome still went home with them though and it was all fun oh that's good it ended up well thank you george it sounds like it ended up very well it, yes mm. but that yes see whenever there's like a, a fight involved mm-hmm. anything that would involve medical care 
afterwards, that would scare me. Yeah, yeah. And especially when you're, when you're in countries like that. Yeah. I know, um, like I went to a neighbouring country of Czech. Yeah. Um, or Slovakia, actually. Slovakia, indeed. <laughs> Very yeah. neighbouring. Yeah. And, um, and the weird thing about it was that even though nobody spoke English, yes. you still had to work work out how to get... Like, I, I stupidly took a, a train from uh, Vienna yeah. into um, Bratislava in okay. Slovakia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I thought, I'll do it as a day trip. I've got a day spare and I want to see another country, okay. get another stamp on my passport. Good choice. Get into the train station. Nobody speaks English. Uh-oh. And I, I had to get a bus from the train station into the city. Yeah. Right. Then spend my day in the city yeah. and then get a bus back to the train station without anybody using the English language for me. Oh, goodness. So you so you just jump on a bus and hope that it's going into town. Were there hands being used to communicate at this stage? There was. Yeah, yeah, there was. Oh, yeah, there was a bit of, bit of hand movement. And, um, and I remember buying... Um, spending a, an absolute fortune on a on a map from some gypsy on the side of a road to try and work out what was going on. Obviously, but, a very accurate map from the gypsy. Well, I used a lot of pointing on the map because it had sort of pictures of, of, of locations. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and, yeah, so I would be pointing at those locations and yeah, people yeah. would be sort of nodding or, or shaking their heads. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh see, so I haven't I've only ever been, been overseas once. Went to mm. Bali mm-hmm. last last year, last year, yeah, last year. Yeah, um, I didn't have any problems. I was doing all sorts of random things, riding on the back of bikes with random people, going and visiting a um, a villa that I had no idea where it was, and walking my way back to the hotel. You know, random things like mm. that. Um, I didn't have any horror you didn't stories. Catch personally. up with Katut. No, I didn't see no. Katut. No, no. Rhonda obviously had him all to herself. <laughs> uh, God bless her. Beautiful um, breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was no breakfast going on. Oh. I could hardly feel my feet because I was walking all the time. <laughs> However, um, the people I was with, though, had the usual barliness. You know, the, the, oh my goodness, I ate something and now I can't move out of bed because I'm throwing up all over the place type thing, which was really quite pretty. And, of course, you know, it was there for a wedding. So the people we were with also were, had a bit... You know, had a bit too much fun at the wedding, and they weren't too they weren't feeling too well either. So personally, I haven't had any issues with travelling overseas. However, I've only been overseas once, so mm. that would make sense. See, I I how do you say this without sounding like a complete um, <laughs> a friendly person, a very I, I friendly travelled. I I was I could say that I'm well-travelled mm-hmm. around Europe. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, so well-travelled. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, I can see your, your, um, your air... Co- With my air, air quotation air marks. Air quotation marks. Yes. Um, and I think, look, that's all part and parcel of, of going over to Europe by yourself mm-hmm. and, you know, you meet new people and new cultures and it's all, it's all a bit of fun. Joy 94.9. <laughs> Joy. It's 8 o'clock and currently 10 degrees in Melbourne. Good evening. I'm Michael with your SM Friday's News of the Week. English cows are treading carefully this week after one got stuck in a tree. Fire crews in Cumbria, northern England, were called to rescue the cow, which had tumbled down a 30 metre river embankment. The bovine then toppled 10 metres down the slope of the Leith River before a tree broke its fall. A spokesman for Cumbria Fire and Rescue Service explained that fire crews had to wear body armour in case a stray hoof lashed out at them, even after the animal was sedated by a vet.
The cow did not sustain any injuries in the fall, but it did have a bruised ego. The cow refused to answer any questions about the incident, simply responding with moo. Unemployed Sri Lankans lined up on Tuesday when interviews for the post of hangman were opened. The interviews came a year after two positions fell vacant, with at least 480 prisoners on death row in Sri Lankan jails. About 176 men applied for the two positions, after one hangman was promoted and the other retired. Although there are so many prisoners on death row, Sri Lanka has not used the death penalty since 1976. Politicians have argued for its reintroduction after an alarming rise in serious crime over the last five years. No previous experience was necessary for the position, although applicants needed to provide their own balaclava. And finally, while Australians rally for marriage equality, topless women in New York City spent last Sunday protesting the inequality in topless rights between men and women. National Go Topless Day drew crowds of onlookers who took pictures and video of the two dozen women who had gathered in Manhattan's Bryant Park. Karen Heaven, the event's organiser, told the crowd, My dog has six, I have two, but I can be put in jail for showing my nipples. It's 2012, what are we thinking? Although it's legal for women to be topless in New York City, the laws vary widely around the US. The supporters say that discrimination is unconstitutional. Go Topless Day was established in 2007, and this year's day saw similar protests in about 30 US cities and 10 other cities around the world. The event concluded with the guitarist leading the crowd in a reworking of the Beatles song, Let It Be, instead singing, Let Him Breathe. I like the cow stuck in the tree. There's uh, <laughs> the the only cow I've ever seen stuck in a tree is the fake one, the sculpture. Yes, down yeah. at Docklands. Yeah. yeah, I walked past that last night. I've mm. never seen a, a, a cow otherwise stuck in a tree. Or if it came via tornado. Oh, wow. Like you the know, movie Twister. Like a Twister or something. <laughs> yeah, see, like cow whatever happened across. to Bill Paxton? I oh, probably went Twister hunting and got, and got sucked up by mm. one. Helen Hunt. Go, go. <laughs> where, where is Helen Hunt? I don't know. Joy, 94.9. We were going to have a chat about aeroplane etiquette. Yes. On my flight from Sydney back to Melbourne last night, mm. um, I went to go and check in. And yes, I was. I had a 7.30 flight. I was at the airport at 4.30 because yeah. I finished work a bit early. Okay. And I thought, look, I'm happy just to sit there. They've got a place with massage. Oh, and I hello. Thought, look, if I have to have an hour's massage oh, to kill time. You poor thing. You know, so be it. Gee. So, I thought, look, I was looking forward to having a massage, mm-hmm. having some dinner, mm-hmm. chilling out, mm-hmm. and then coming back to Melbourne okay. to responsibilities. Oh. So, um, all that turned to um, to the shiz when um, when Why? I got there and went to check in via the um, the auto checker oh, in Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and it said that I couldn't check in or it, or it couldn't find my name. Oopsies. And a, a certain a certain. Feeling comes over you when mm-hmm. you, when you're thinking, oh, I might not be leaving here tonight. Uh-huh. So I went to the, the guest relations oh, counter, hello. Oh, hello. and um, yes, and they said, oh no, we don't have your booking here at all. Oh, and I'm like, right, that's lovely. Thanks, work. Excellent, excellent, excellent. And um, and she said, what flight were we meant to be on? And she said, oh, that flight's been cancelled. That's why we don't have your, uh-huh. your details. Okay. Um, and she said, I can get you on the next flight. Okay. So all of a sudden, my night went from massages and dinner yes. to trying to get through airport security in about 28 seconds uh-huh. and about seven and a half seconds to get to the gate. You can get through airport security in 28 seconds if you do not wear a belt, 
shoes or anything mm-hmm. else. Yep. If you can go through those gates naked or just wearing a pair of underwear, mm. you're pretty much right to get through in 30 seconds. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Now, um, so anyway, just got on the plane mm-hmm. and packed plane. Couldn't get another oh. person in there, right? Were you in the overhead locker? No. Oh, no. You know what? There's no room in the overhead lockers anymore oh. these days. People now take so much carry-on luggage. I was looking at some people. They've got their carry-on luggage, plus they've got a bag, yeah. right? And so within the first half of the plane getting in there, there's no more room. People do that because they don't want to check their bags in. So they yes. take their big, they take as big a bag as they can, yeah. and they take that on. So they just go through that auto check-in yes. and not have to worry about it. Yeah. And I think they, they see it as a time-saving thing. I'm yeah. not waiting for five minutes for my bag to come out by the time I get off the plane. Yeah. So that's my first my first aeroplane etiquette, is that if you're going to take carry-on luggage, mm-hmm. at least take on enough where other people have got room to take theirs. Share the, share the mm. space. Yes. Be yeah. kind. Be yeah. courteous. Now, I was, I was sitting next to the window, which was one thing that worked <gasps> in my favour yesterday. But sitting next to me was a man of about seven foot... Yep. Who couldn't fit in the seat. Now, I'm six foot three yeah. and I'm pushing it. Yeah, okay, right? yeah, yeah. This guy was, look, you know, I reckon he would have been at least six eight. Oh, he's, he's, he was quite big. Yeah. And, um, and quite a large guy as yeah. well. So, um, uh, but how someone can fall asleep before takeoff. What? And sleep through takeoff. I have no idea. When but, did he wake up? He woke up when they started handing drinks out. He just what? woke up. Put Surprise. his tray table down and was sitting there ready. And I'm like, how can you do that? How can you sleep through takeoff? Maybe right? it's the only way he can survive takeoff. Oh, maybe. So um, maybe he's knocked himself out. Oh, dude, maybe. But, so he was there snoring, right? Okay, and nice. rocking. Every time the plane turned a corner, it would turn <laughs> towards my way. So it was basically like playing corners with a sleeping large person. Did his head keep falling on your yes. shoulder? Yes. Oh, that's, that's romantic. That's Not nice. really. No? no. Did he slobber on your shoulder? No. 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 No, that's, oh. but speaking of getting um, things stuck on your clothes, that's further on <laughs> down the conversation, okay. right? So, um, so then next was the woman sitting behind me. Okay, now she, how would you describe businesswoman? Yeah, okay, right? yeah. And you know those business people. Now I'm not business minded. I there's not a bone in my body that would love to sit in an office between nine to five Monday to Friday and no? sit at a computer and discuss business. <laughs> Right. Is that what they it's do? Not me. Is that what it's they not do? Me. I just I don't know what people do in an office all day. I'm, mm. not, I'm not aware of what people do. Mm. So anyway, so this woman is on her mobile. Yeah. Right. Plane's plane has um uh has started taxiing. Yeah. And the runway she's still on her mobile. Oh. Discussing quarterly statements and the end of financial year and oh no, we're only giving them twenty percent and and just going into all this jargon, all yeah. this business jargon. And I'm sitting there thinking, do you not realise that the wheels are turning? Now I know that if you're on your phone while the plane's probably in the air, it's not gonna blow up. No. You know, no. it's it's just it's it's an urban legend. I think you've got more chance, and I suppose with some of the airlines, you probably have got more chance of being hurtled towards the ground, not from anybody <laughs> using their mobile phone. Yes, well, you know true, the, yes. You know the group I'm oh, thinking oh, of. I am. Oh, I am. Oh, yes. Now, um, funnily enough, yes. that pati- coming out of the airport yesterday, mm. you know how you come out of the, um, the, the terminal and you've got the bookstore on the left? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the book that was the big advertising out the front? Oh, what's is there a big? Is there like a there's new a release? big poster? Like you've got this massive poster, and whatever I suppose the book of the month is. Yeah, okay, right. 
I wanted to take a photo of it, but there's so many people around that I just couldn't do it. What was it? It was, it was the book about the, um, the, the A380 with the, um, the motor that fell off. What? What? <laughs> and I'm thinking, who would go to an airport and buy this book and sit on a plane and read about what the pilot did when one of the engines fell off? What, what sort of ridiculous <laughs> is this? You might read that when you land in exactly, order to yeah. thank God or the, some <laughs> spiritual, some being that you've made it. But yeah. you certainly wouldn't read it while you're on a plane. <laughs> Come on. I thought that was really bad. But I think, look, the icing on the cake for aeroplane etiquette was my flight to Sydney okay. when I was sitting there and, uh, and I thought oh this is great there's no one I was sitting on the window again nobody in between me and the other lady mm-hmm. so I could stretch out and my knee was on the seat in between us okay. right? so I decided to move my leg and I'm like oh my, my pants are stuck on the, um, the oh, seat no. somebody wedged a massive chunk of chewy in behind the thing and and so my leg has been resting against it yeah. and I had this massive big piece of chewy down my my business attire oh no and um and can you imagine what a big white stain on your pants looks like when you get off a plane <laughs> not the best look not not the look I was I was hoping for it depends who you were sitting next to and that's that, what that's what matters well this is true and that stuff does not come off no it doesn't it's evil and wrong yeah and i think the more you pick at it the mm-hmm. more damage you do. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So, people, if you're having chewy on a plane, don't stick it in no. the seat. You're not 16. No, that's exactly right. You have something, you either swallow it and deal with it. Yes. Or you wrap it up in, in the vomit bag and leave it in the vomit. Exactly. I'm happy, it's even not happy in that, like doing yeah. that. That's fine. Yeah. And look, it's not rocket science. No. You don't need to, to stress yourself out about it. But I just think that there needs to be a different set of rules brought in by the airlines. Joy 94.9. You're back on s Fridays with Simon and Michael. And tonight's special guest on the show is Sean from Channel 10's brand new hit show, I Will Survive. Welcome to the show, Sean. Hi. First of all, when did you start? getting into music and performing? Um, my performance history started back in 2004 when I first joined the Rocker Stepford team in high school. Okay. So I started jazz dance with them. And then I slowly moved into Latin American ballroom and salsa. Wow. Which then led me into musical theatre in 2007. I yep. did a um, musical theatre course in TAFE, which then led me into a Bachelor of Music specialising in musical theatre in university at Queensland. Wow. Yeah. I've seen that you've also taken on a few jobs outside of that as well. So you're also a, a personal trainer? Yes, yeah, so I'm a qualified personal trainer and a group fitness instructor as well. And we saw through the show that, that you're also working at Luna Park. Yeah, I work there every... I work at Luna Park every weekend and also every school holiday. But that must be a pretty cool job as well. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, getting to entertain families and little kids, putting a smile on their faces, you can't really be that. Tell us about I Will Survive. What, what made you want to apply for that show? Um, I Will Survive, for me, was literally a road to Broadway. Um, right. For me, my dream is to be on Broadway, as you do in musical theatre. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was, for me, an opportunity to get to Broadway, but more importantly, to be able to learn from industry professionals as well as other contestants should I have made it on the show. Speaking of other contestants, um, was there anybody that you formed a bond with straight away? Straight away, I probably formed a bond with Daven. Yep. Probably because we were the two really dancey dancers of the group. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we, we hung out 
quite a lot from the get-go. One thing I didn't expect from the show was uh, the amount of straight guys that they incorporated into into the mix. <laughs> did you did you know that that was going to happen, or was that a surprise for you as well? It kind of wasn't really... Because I, I kind of wasn't really expecting anything in, in terms of sexuality for the show. Yeah, yeah. Because it's such a, such a diverse show as it is. One thing that I suppose I love about the show is that the whole concept is, um, like you were saying before, taking somebody who um, who is a performer and uh, a potential uh, triple threat, as they like to call it, and train them up to, to set their sights on Broadway and eventually the winner gets a role in Priscilla. Yeah. Um, have you seen the Priscilla musical on Broadway at all? Not on Broadway, but when it was in Sydney, I did see it twice. Yeah. Um, yeah. When I first saw it, it was with... Oh, who was it? Nick Hardcastle was the understudy um, for Felicia, so I saw it with him. And yeah. then the second... When they returned from New Zealand, when Todd McKinney was playing Tick, that's when I saw it again. And from then, it had changed a little bit, but for the better, if anything. First of all, the bus looks like so much fun. It looks like you guys were having an absolute blast on the bus. Tell us about the the actual travel and going into the country parts of Australia. Was there any sort of a backlash, or was it quite well accepted? Travelling to the um, country towns, it was... They're, they're quite long. There's, you're you're talk, talk, talking about five, six-hour trips in between right. each one. Um, I will say there was a lot of toilet breaks on the side of the road. Yeah. <laughs> you can imagine there's at least 12 blokes plus the production crews. But, yeah, a lot of fun on the bus. The, the, the bus is decked out with costumes, pillows, sequins, makeup, wigs. So pretty much just like you see on, in the film. Yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's what we've got on the bus. Wow. Um, in terms of reception in, in the town, um, quite welcoming, actually. It was more curiosity at first. Yeah. Like, what is the circus doing in town? There's, like, four, <laughs> four busloads and four busloads of people and, uh, and camera crews and everyone's kind of intrigued and curious and then once they learn about us it kind of gets around town pretty fast that's true and i think if they if they did a show like that before the movie priscilla came out it probably would have got a different reaction i think in this day and age there's a gay character in every sitcom and and most people know somebody who is gay whether it be whether they live in the country or the city so i think the exposure uh, it's it's quite important to get that exposure into the country parts of Australia. I grew up in um, in a country part of Victoria, and I know coming out was quite difficult for me because there, there just wasn't that exposure on television. And I think that this sort of a show as well is is sort of putting it out there, which which is sending a great message as well. Well, I, I think it also allows the greater public to also see that gay people are just the same as not straight people. That's um, right, yeah. And I think it shows us as people, um, not as our sexualities. Yeah, and I think by having so many straight guys on the show as well, I think that that adds an element of um, of intrigue to the people watching. Mm, definitely, and it's it's funny too because the the straight guys will also you know play gay with us, and and but it, but it's funny for us to see them you know play play with their hair and their makeup, and yeah, but for them to have a genuine curiosity of what it's like putting on makeup and being in heels and being in a dress sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you did your performance, was that at a, a cattle ranch? Whereabouts was that? Yeah, so that was at a, uh, uh, at a I, don't, I don't actually know what it's called, but it's, I think it's where they um, sell, their, 
sell their livestock. Ah, right, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't actually know what it's called. <laughs> it, looked like, it looked like some sort of funky country amphitheatre, really, didn't it? Oh, I, I was looking at it trying to work it out. Yeah, well, the the, play, the actual area that we were singing in, that's where they um, trade the cattle. Right, so yeah. So people can actually see what they're like. Yeah. So still a, quite a meat market of sorts, really, isn't it? Yeah, something like that, yeah. <laughs> it's quite a fitting, quite a fitting setting. <laughs> Tell us about being the first person um, voted out of the competition. Were you a bit bummed about that? Or, um, I mean, I know that this, this would have opened up some amazing doors for you. What, what are you looking at now after the show? Because of the show, I've, I'm now actually back at the Imperial Hotel. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm part of, their, uh, part of Sydney's largest drag show at the moment. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so every Friday night they've got Chicago on at 10 o'clock. Yep. And so that's a all-drag show, tribute show to Chicago the Musical. Um, so I'm part of that cast every every Friday night. And just being at Luna Park, really, all, like I, I'll get these random families and random kids just all of a sudden singing, I will survive. Like, oh, like, really? I will survive. And I'm like, <laughs> where is that coming from? <laughs> These families will come up to me and be like, hey, you're from I will survive. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that must be good to get a bit of recognition out in the community. Oh, it's, it's, it's definitely nice. It's not something I was really expecting, but hey, that's what comes with it. And it's, it's, it's nice to have that recognition, although I, was, I wasn't exactly prepared for it because it's funny, my friend, one of my friends was saying to me, you gotta, you've got to recognise that they have a relationship with you, but you don't necessarily have a relationship with them. Yeah, that must, that must be quite difficult to begin with. Oh, uh, it was it, not difficult per se, but just a little bit... Uh, a bit weirded out by it. Yeah, just, just a little bit weird because it's like you... Because they'll be like, oh, I love you and you're my favourite. It's like, I don't actually know you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, but I don't actually know you, so this is a bit weird for me. <laughs> Do you still have your sights set on Broadway? Are you still uh, going down the musical theatre pathway? Yes, definitely still going to the musical theatre um, scene. Um, for me, at the moment, I'm just trying to... Get as many performing opportunities as I can um, because the way I see it is the more experience I get in any of the facets, whether that's acting, singing or dancing, I'm definitely building up myself up. So when I get the chance to go for another big time musical, I've got that experience to back me up. All right, well, Sean, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me and with Joy. Next time you're in Melbourne, come into the station and uh, come and co-host a show with us. Oh, I would love to do that. Joy 94.9. And that was Blush. What did you think of that one? I quite like that. It was good. Yeah, dance on. I enjoyed that one. Remixed by Wawa. And do you know who Wawa are? Um, it's a pedal that you used to change on the guitar. Very close. close. Very close. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, Wawa are the guys who did the remix for Kylie's Put Your Hands Up. Oh, really? Mm. Mm. Oh, that's all. Well, they've been busy haven't they of late they have been they have been indeed. just like you are right now i'm very i'm trying to i'm trying to pull the cover maybe just hold it up phone. to the microphone let's see we'll try and we'll try we'll see if this works um let's see the speaker's there oh no put it on put it on uh on, on noisy here we go Quish! oh hello bit of prudent true hi on, hi on, hi on. um hi how are you it's a I'm love five <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 there you go. Do you have a flute in your orifice? <laughs> love it. I love it. And one more. This is my favourite. My, my favourite. Oh, we've got heaps of herba left over from October. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's, it's wonderful. Oh, look, we love the girls. And, um, Quish. 
they do think they are gracious, they don't are, they? They are, it's true. And look, they they really did make that movie. They did. Um, but you know, if you're a, a pro, I actually, I'm trying to think. They that would have been, they would have um, made those characters based on people that they have seen around the place. Of course, right? yeah, yeah. I I haven't yet seen a pro and trude type um, shop owner seller person mm. yet. I'm sure that <gasps> I have. Well, I, well, where though? Where? Like, where do I have to go? Like, what suburb? Do you want to mention the store? What's, no, no, no. What suburb do I have to go to? Camberwell. Camberwell. Okay, I'll have to go for a drive to Camberwell and have a bit of a look. Yes, see. the main street in Camberwell. Okay. I'm trying to think of what that street name is. I don't know uh, one of them. Uh, you'll can think you of tell it. them from the west? You'll think of it eventually. <laughs> eventually. But that main street, there's a lot of homeware shops. You can even go to shopping centres. Oh, yeah. Um, there's a lot of um, house E type stores. Oh, housey type stores. Yes, mm. house homeware type stores. Yes. Okay. Oh well, yeah. if you know if you know where I should go to, to meet Pro and True in person. <gasps> Actually, no. I know exactly where you've got to go. Oh really? There's a Provador. Yeah. In oh. Geelong. Oh, a Provador. A Provador in Geelong. Oh, and now I know you swore you never go back to Geelong. Never ever in my life. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that might be a story for next week. But um, there is a Provador in Geelong, yeah. and these two ladies are. I'm sure that that they are the the the, the basis for these characters. Oh, okay. they have to be. Oh, um, if I if I must go to Geelong for that one particular reason, maybe I'll think about it. I would prefer though to stay in the Melbourne metropolitan area. That would be that would be nice. Look, these ladies are so funny. It's nearly worth the trip. Oh, okay. Well, if you know where I need to go other than Geelong to meet Prune True, please let me know. This is SNM Fridays on Joy 94.9, and since it's very, very close to 9 o'clock, I'm speaking really quickly so we can say goodbye and leave. It sounds like the government. It um, does. Joy, 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 uh, we'll be back, of course, ne- next week. Same Joy time, same Joy channel. Yes. Um, we're finishing off with what song there tonight, Simon? Let's have a kiki. <gasps> yes. Mm. If you're offended by a little bit of language, yep. um, please switch off. Or just now. shut you. Just, just close your ears for close a little while. Close your ears. Yeah. yeah. If you've got kids in the car, cover their ears. Yeah. Uh, because this is the unedited version. I couldn't find the edited version. Oh, well. Plus, this one's a lot more fun. So, that one's going to see the uh, see the show What's out. Pickles, leave a message. Joy 94.9 is a GLBTIQ community radio station in Melbourne, Australia. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.